Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the show. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to grow your arms. Now, I think for a lot of people that are tuned into today's episode, at some point in time, one of your main goals has probably been to grow your arms, particularly the guys out there. And for a lot of people, maybe it still is one of the the main objectives, the main goals from lifting weights and doing strength training is to grow your arms. Um, I think in terms of a a well-rounded physique, you need to be focusing on the full body, obviously, and building a good foundation with the lower body and in the upper body, really focusing on your big movements like your push-pull exercises. But the arms... Um, you know, they're, they're one of those muscle groups that everybody seems to, to love. Um, and as I said, particularly the guys um, want to have big arms um, and a lot of females out there as well want to want to work on theirs and whether it's um, getting rid of the tuck shop lady arms or, or whatever people refer to um, with the, you know, the the triceps i mean that's a that's a look that a lot of um people don't necessarily enjoy so really tightening up through the biceps and triceps can be a desired look for a lot of people um is basically what i'm trying to get out there and i tried to say this word before and literally fucked up that many times that i started this episode again but the arms tend to go uh hand in hand with with an aesthetically pleasing physique there i got it out um and so what i wanted to go over today is you know just kind of my tips and tricks that I've learned over the years with with training arms. You know, when I first started, I kind of made all the mistakes, um, you know, very much like most parts of my training and nutrition. So I want to save you guys time and I'll just go into a very little bit of detail about the actual anatomy of the arms and and how to really grow them, Um, the rep ranges to use, I guess, the certain exercises you should be looking at and how you should approach your training um, in general. And, you know, this is obviously just my opinion, but... This is what's worked for me and um, I I tend to do a lot of research on evidence-based training and um, training principles and and obviously the nutrition side of things as well. But we'll get stuck into it. So, um, you know, what what I think something that's really important to understand, first of all, is that when we talk about big arms, the reason that, you know, someone with big triceps is most likely going to look like they have much bigger arms than someone with big biceps. Now, the biceps they're the ones that you can see in the mirror. Everybody loves to train them. But in the end of the day, your triceps take up two-thirds of your arm. Okay, so if you've got big triceps, your arms are going to look much bigger compared to if you have small triceps and big biceps. Okay, so the triceps are made up of three heads. Okay, hence the word triceps. So we've got the long head, the lateral head, and then the medial head of the tricep. Now, for a lot of people, that's probably that, that you, you probably don't really give a shit, and and that's fine. But it is important when you're trying to understand what exercises you should be using to try and build the triceps, the strength, the muscle size of them, how to target certain areas. You know, you probably um, accidentally done some of these exercises and felt it in certain places of your triceps where you've never felt it before. You know, I think everybody listening is probably at some point in time working up after a big session the following day and, and it tries really sore. And I usually find like even now when I'm in a really good routine with my training that certain movements, um, you know, particularly targeting, I guess, uh, you know, like the uh, you know, like the long head of the triceps, which we'll get into in a second. Um, for me, they always kind of pull up sore. I get that DOMS feeling, typically, you know, similar to when I do like RDLs um, with lower body. But we have three heads of the triceps, and certain movements um, target those different heads in different ways and, and in better or uh, more beneficial ways. So, 
we'll start with the the long head of the triceps okay so to really stimulate the long head we need to be able to put the tricep on stretch okay so a couple of exercises i can use as as an example there um, that you can think about is something like a skull crusher or an overhead tricep extension where the load is pulling down on the tricep and getting a big stretch on the long head of the tricep they are that's the type of exercise that can be super beneficial to to build up that long head of the tricep some other um ones of my favorite you know some other favorites of mine is things like tricep um kickbacks either dumbbell or cable for me i'm a big fan of the cable tricep kickback just keeping tension on that the whole time and but really being super super strict with that movement and keeping the elbow up high enough that when you bring the, the load, the weight back down, you're getting a big stretch on the tricep before you push back up um, and, and and really contract in every rep. Now, something that I've found significantly beneficial over the years is putting a big focus on mind-muscle connection um, with all training in particular. Obviously, execution is super important, but particularly with the tries, I find if I put a lot of emphasis on mind-muscle connection, I can get some really good um, stimulation of the muscle group, particularly on isolation um, isolation movements. Um, that, that tends to be something that I put a big focus on and it's worked for me. I mean, um, you know, I've got lots of areas in my physique that I want to grow and build, but I think triceps have always been one of my stronger points and I've put a big emphasis on training them. And, um, yeah, ever since I literally found out the stuff I'm telling you now about, you know, to have big triceps makes you look like you have a bigger arm, um, but also helps with movements like your, you know, to keep it, other things to keep in mind, um, which I will touch on soon is that the biceps and tries are secondary muscle groups for some of the bigger lifts, like your triceps are secondary muscle for, you know, your bench press, your overhead press, or most of your pushing movements. Your biceps are the secondary muscle for your pulling movements, such as lat pulldowns, pull-ups, rows, um, all that type of stuff as well. So they're getting stimulation all over the place, which I will talk about. Um, so the stronger you get in these secondary muscles, the stronger you will get in the bigger movements that are going to, these muscles are going to help out the primary muscles when you're doing your lifts, like your bench press, overhead press, pull-ups and rows and stuff. So the long head, two great exercises, skull crusher, um, tricep kickbacks are fantastic as well. Now the lateral head, typically the lateral head is, um, you know, the best way to target it is to actually have your tricep on like a, I guess a lateral or yeah, lateral angle. So exercises that uh, are going to target that area, you know, think things like tricep pushdowns with a rope where you're holding it in like a neutral, you know, almost like a hammer grip position and kind of twisting out at the bottom. That's a great exercise for the lateral head of a, uh, of a tricep. Even things like diamond push-ups um, can, can really stimulate it um, in, in the lateral part of the tri as well. I tend to really enjoy um, single arm cable pushdowns for me, that's a great way to target my triceps. So kind of standing nice and close to the cable, holding on to the cable in like a hammer position again. Elbow doesn't move at all and it's pressing straight down, getting a big squeeze, contracting the muscle at the bottom of every rep and getting a full range stretch at the top, which I'll also talk about soon. And then the third head of the tricep is the medial medial head. Now, typically you're going to get the best stimulation in a supinated grip, so palms facing up towards the roof. So underhand cable pull downs are fantastic, um, you know, straight bar, um, or, or easy bar as well and you know you can be targeting all three heads of the triceps as well um, in certain movements i think you get a really good mix um, of all three in a number of different exercises i typically i think you know things like close grip bench press 
tricep dips and all that type of stuff you get a good you get a good balance of all three heads when you're doing these exercises but um but that's that's a really important thing to understand um guys is that the triceps are made up of three heads which is hence why they they take up most of the space on your arm and the bigger your triceps are the better um you are you're going to your bigger arms are going to look sorry now the second um area obviously we need to touch on is the biceps now as the name would suggest there's two heads of the bicep there's the long head and the short head um, of the bicep now to target the long head the arms kind of need to be behind the body so when we think of the long head think of things like um, like a seated incline dumbbell curl where the arms are on the outside of our body and can be stretched behind the body even so um, incline dumbbell curl cable curls if our arms are right by our side um what else hammer curls they're a great way to really target the long head of the bicep kind of runs down the outside um of the arm now the short head through the inside of the arm are things where your hands or your elbows are in the front kind of plane of the body so around the front of the body exercises such as preacher curls um you know curls where you've kind of got your arms fully extended out in front of your body elbows right on the you know one of my favorite bicep exercises is like an easy bar or barbell curl when my elbows are resting on the front of my hips that's fucking awesome i love that um and, and you know i'll uh, maybe even put up some links to certain articles that you guys can i'll go through and find some articles that you can check out um just to better explain this if, if i kind of am rushing through this a little bit but Again, two different parts of the bicep, meaning that you can't just go in and do the same exercise over and over again and expect to grow the bicep perfectly on both heads of the bicep. Um, you're going to get much more benefit by actually looking at the actual anatomy of these muscle groups and figuring out exercises that are going to target each head of the bicep and the tricep. So the first thing we should understand already from this episode is that big triceps is going to lead to a bigger looking arm. And then with the biceps, we want to be targeting both heads and obviously with tries, all three heads. Now, I feel like I've rambled an absolute fuckload there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market which is fine what i wanted to move on to next though is and i touched on it before is that the stronger we get in these muscle groups the better we are going to be on some bigger lifts when they are helping out our primary muscle groups as i said overhead presses bench press the stronger your triceps are the better most likely um, you're going to be in these bigger movements and then with the buys the stronger your buys are it's going to help you with things like lat pull downs pull-ups rows and all that type of stuff but the other thing to keep in mind is when we look at our training plan, our training program for the week, you all know that I'm a big fan of targeting each muscle group at least twice per week, okay? So for going for more frequency frequency with each muscle group, it doesn't take us seven days to recover from a workout. Um, so going for more frequency, targeting each muscle group at least twice per week. But if we are constantly going in and training arms twice a week and we're just going in for an hour, just smashing the buys and tries and just doing countless amounts of reps, Firstly, the quality of those reps is quite honestly probably going to be shit ass. The second thing to understand is that when we are doing our big movements, we are always still targeting the, the secondary muscles, our buys and tries. 
So when we're doing bench press, and I'm sure most of you have experienced this at some point, when you're doing a chest press or a bench press, your triceps start to really fatigue, okay? And it's same with overhead press as well. That's why we want to we want to create our program based around some compound lifts first in the workout. So if I went into the gym tomorrow, right, and I did some overhead um, cable extensions for tries, I then did some kneeling rope pushdowns, um, and then maybe some parallel bar dips. And then I went to go and do my barbell bench press and my seated shoulder press or you know military press with the barbell. My compound movements are going to be affected in a negative way quite significantly because my tries are already fatigued, which means that when I go to do the bigger lifts, I can't get the help from that secondary muscle group. So that is another reason why when you're looking at your programming, it's super important that order of exercises in your session is very important. If your goal is to build strength and overload over time, that's why we want our compound lifts at the start of the session. The other factor that needs to come into play is that if you are starting to struggle on these big lifts, so if we're struggling on the lat pull down or we're struggling on the overhead press and we feel like we just hit a plateau and we're doing everything we can with our, our periodization of our training, um, we've deloaded, we're eating enough, all that type of stuff, you may want to look at what exercise you're doing, your accessory movements with the buys and tries that you can start to work on to help build the strength in those bigger lifts. And that's why they're called accessory movements because they are there to accessorize the, the compound lifts. That's what that's what we do the isolation work for to help build the bigger lifts and obviously to, to grow the muscles and to, to look, I'm going to use the word again, aesthetically pleasing, nailed it. Um, but that's a really important factor to keep in mind as well. Moving on, rep ranges. Now, this um, this is pretty... I think it kind of varies from person to person, to be honest. But generally, when you look at what rep ranges you should be working in to build size, okay, so want to build the muscle size, and keep in mind that with a muscle, we can either make it bigger or smaller. That's the only two things you can do to a muscle. It can't change the shape. You can change the size of it, or you can, you know, bigger or smaller, and that's pretty much it. So the rep range you should be working in to increase the size of your arms, in my opinion, is anywhere between... I've found that my uh, arms respond best to anywhere between 8 to 15 reps. And you'll find that with most exercises for hypertrophy. Now, that's not to say that you can't do rep ranges outside of that. Okay, So lower with some heavier weight if you really want to or really high, things like drop sets and, and, and kind of overstimulating the muscle toward the end of the session. For biceps in particular, I find that I really need to go for mind-muscle connections. So I don't go very heavy with my bicep work. I usually work off an RPE instead of uh, you know trying to overload the weight every single session, every single week. But I really focus on mind-muscle connection. Okay, So I'm not going super heavy work to the point where I'm using my shoulders and my forearms and everything to move the weight. And you see that a shitload in the gym. I put up a, a thing on my Instagram story today actually you know asking the question about what's the benefit of uh of lifting super heavy weight um on an exercise for half reps and then the answer was absolutely fuck all if we are unable to lift the weight with a target muscle then what is the reason what's the point of doing that exercise okay if you're trying to work your biceps but you're using your fucking legs you're basically doing a really bad form deadlift to do a bicep curl then you're not going to see growth in your biceps. So kind of leave your ego at the door when you're walking to the gym. Really important that you're working through the full range of movement with these exercises. I I find significant changes, significant growth, significant strength changes in the buys and tries when I work through full range. So a cue that I talk about a lot is that most of the time, the elbows should not move. It's like a hinge movement. That's, That's the movement of your buys and tries. So... 
working through the full range on a bicep curl at the bottom of each rep i'm tensing my triceps to get a full stretch of the buy and at the top keeping my elbows locked right in and getting a big big squeeze of the tri of the bicep every single rep regardless of what exercise i'm doing with the triceps very similar the elbow doesn't move if my elbows are by my side they're locked right in getting a big stretch of the top to the point where my hands are almost touching my shoulders at the bottom i'm going into full extension and squeezing as tight as i can and we all know that feeling it almost feels like you're about to cramp same same applies if you're doing things like skull crushes if your arms are above the head that's no different the elbows are locked in we need to get that stretch and a squeeze think about what the muscle is trying to do it's super important and i've talked about this before with exercise execution you want to actually think put some thought to what the muscle you're trying to do with the muscle the actual function of the muscle that you are trying to use sorry i couldn't think of any bloody words there the function of the muscle that you're trying to use and then we want to use that to our advantage so that's super important rep ranges like i said stick in that hypertrophy rep range um, but don't be afraid to throw in drop sets and things like once you finish your final working set reduce the weight and kind of go go ham if it's at the end of the session um, but just really look at the volume and if you're trying to if you're starting to understand or tr- starting to notice sorry that you're not seeing the growth that you would like in your arms. There's a few things that could come into play. There's there's plenty of things, but some of the main things I would keep an eye on is you know first thing um, first things first. Are you eating in a calorie surplus, okay, or at least maintenance? If you are not, if you're in a deficit, then it's going to be hard to grow muscle. I've talked about this before. Unless you're completely um, you're a complete newbie, unless you are you know very very overweight or um, you're enhanced using basically using steroids, anabolic steroids very hard to grow a muscle when you're deep into a calorie deficit so make sure you're in a slight surplus or at least maintenance intake um, of your calories to see that growth the second thing is are you actually cycling your training like are you deloading okay so you know if you reach a point where the motivation drops a bit the sessions are getting quite shit you're getting a few niggles blah 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 do you have a week where you reduce the the amount of weight you're using or drop a few sets from um, from each exercise for a week and let your body recover and go again that's super important. Are you resting long enough or are you resting you know, not long enough? Um, there's a bunch of different factors that can can come into play. But the other part of that is how many sets are you doing for the week? And I know this is getting a bit more advanced and a bit more detailed, but if I'm doing... And keep in mind, like I'm counting... If I'm doing like a, a row, for example, I count that as a set for, for biceps as well as direct bicep work like a curl. So if you look at your training plan for the week and you go over every exercise where you're using your bicep, have a look and see how many sets you are doing for the week. Okay, so it might be, you know, whatever. It could be up to, it could be 10, 20, 30. I find the sweet spot for me is usually between 20 and 30, even even higher for a muscle group to really grow. Um, and there's heaps of evidence behind what, what rep range and sorry, what uh, amount of working sets is, is going to be best for volume and stuff like that. But we won't go into that today, but... If you if you're seeing seeing a lack of growth, then it's maybe time to look at that. Are you going in every week and just following uh, like a bullshit approach where you go in and do what you feel like on the day and just guessing away to results? If you are, then you can't be surprised when you're not seeing the results. Okay, we want to make sure we're we're making sure we're all over our training. So if we know for the week we're doing 25 sets of triceps and we reach a plateau. You know, is it increasing food? Is it taking a deload, or is it bumping the volume up? Is it going to 30 sets a week, 27, 28, whatever it is? But to increase the volume and try and get that growth started again um, on the arms. But look, guys, this is a—I mean, been a pretty broad episode. But I just think to grow the arms and to grow any muscle group, it, it requires obviously mind-muscle connection. It requires 
figuring out the function of the muscle and, and working that to your advantage. It requires overload over time. Okay, ideally you want to be overloading the muscle, give it a reason to change. It requires uh, the certain rep range to work in, a certain amount of sets per week, choosing the right exercises. And most importantly, with most things I talk about on the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, it requires consistency. You need to be consistent as fuck. And be patient too. It takes time. It takes time. And if you're trying to rush it, you're most likely not following the right approach anyway. So I hope you guys have been able to get something out of um, this episode. I'd love to hear your feedback. And um, you know, tag me in your stories on Instagram next time you're training arms if you found some tips from today's, ex, uh, from today's podcast um, and, and you found some benefit from it. But I'd love to hear your feedback. Appreciate you tuning in. Um, we've got some really great content coming up to finish off 2020 and then into 2021. Um, we're going to blow this thing up. It's going to be it's going to be really exciting. I'm really excited to bring the content to you, and I just hope you're enjoying the show. I do really appreciate you listening um, today and to any episode you've listened to. If this is your first one, go back through. I'm sure there's so much content there for you, whether it's listening to me or whether it's listening to some of the incredible guests I've had on the show. Um, there's something there for everyone. So thanks so much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day or night and uh, I'll talk to you in the next one.